delighted to welcome you all. You probably all fit in my lounge. <laughs> well, yeah, no, maybe, maybe not. Um, welcome to our service this morning. For those of you who were doing other things last week, there was a holiday club. Got some people on the front row very excited still. Um, and we're going to give you a little taste of what the Holiday Club was about today. We're going to sing a few of the Holiday Club songs and other songs as well. We're going to do a quiz. We're going to have a DVD. We're going to have a story. Excellent. Oh, and we're going to have um, the worst case scenarios that we're going to have to work out what to do. If you've been at any of the youth groups, you'll know that. And that's very exciting. But first of all, um, notices. Thank you. Um, We had a few robots last week. Because the holiday club was called Rasmataz Robots. Does anyone like robots? I just would like to make it clear that when I'm speaking, I'm not just speaking to this row here. I'm speaking to everyone. Do people like robots? Yeah? Um, does anyone have a favourite robot? No. No? Not yet. Optimus Prime, of course. Yes. BB 8? Wally. Wally? R2D2. Oh, see, we had. Oh, sorry, yes. C3PO. Are you a bit of a Star Wars fan? Yeah. You see, um, at the Holiday Club, we had, we had teams, and in those teams, we were, we were robots. I'm going to show you in a minute. But first of all, a quick quiz on some of the robots. You're going to see a picture. I want you to name that robot in one. Go. Clank. Clank. Excellent. Number two. Wally. Wally. Number three. Brilliant. Excellent. Brian. Brian, I didn't know I didn't know who Brian was even after this whole week. I was like, who is Brian? And then Simon says it's the advert one that advertised. Anyway, carry on. You were in the team, Annabelle. You were the leader. Johnny Five, okay? BB8. I don't think Metal Mickey wasn't there in the end, was it? Was he there? Got a flag for him. Okay. Big world. That's it. Okay, because we had teams, and um, because there's so many of us, it's going to be difficult to give out the flags, but we're going to give them to people. This was one team. K9, who wants to hold that flag? Wonderful. And then we've got Bumblebee, who. Oh, okay. It's all right. I'll I'll go. I'll come to you. It's fine. And then we had um, Tiny. Anyone like to hold the tiny flag? Okay. Okay, and then we had... Oh, you've got two. Uh, Optimus Prime. Oh, my microphone's come on. Microphone's on. There you go. That's on the floor for you. Okay, and then we had... Who's this? Brian? Oh, too late. And then we had... Clank? Brilliant. And then we had BB-8. Oh, go on. Yeah, well, oh dear, whoops. Then we had 
R2D2? Yeah. Oh, you want Wally? Wally? R2D2? No? Yeah? And we also had C3PO? Oh, there's lots of people want that. Okay. And we also had... Okay. And two more. What happened to Big World? And Johnny Five. Anyone want... Okay, these were our teams. We had 155 children, not every day, and they were in 13 groups. And look around, those are all the groups that we had. Wave your flags high. It was wonderful. And we also sang a wonderful song called Razzmatazz Robots. We looked at robots, but that wasn't, of course, the theme. We didn't do just robots. We looked at creation, the creation of the world and all the amazing things that God created. And one of the things that we thought about was how robots are amazing creatures, but human beings and the world that God created is so much better. Oh, that was really good. That was like I was in the theatre. Okay, let's not, let's not do that. And how creation and God's creation was so much better than the creation of robots created by human beings. I want you to take a look at this um, DVD because it was just about to play and it talks a bit about the creation of the world. Just look at the screen up there. God created the whole world, the universe, everything we see and we don't see. We say that quite a lot here at this church when we meet every Sunday. God created everything we see and we can't see. And it is amazing, really amazing, just seeing some of that on there. You think how amazing things are. And we walk past stuff every day. If we walked up to church this morning, we would have walked past the most amazing things. And we just think, oh, there's a tree. And we carry on and we're in our own little world, whereas God gave us these things to enjoy and to appreciate. So much better than robots. That's what we were talking about. I wonder what is your favourite creation, part of creation. It could be a place, it could be a creature or an animal, it could be a tree or something like that. What is your favourite thing in all creation? Just turn to the person near you, just chat about it, a little tiny bit. Favourite thing, favourite place? Okay, then anyone got a favourite place, a favourite thing out of all of creation? Yes. Fish, any type of fish, a specific fish? Um, pike and carp. Are they beautiful fish? I don't know a lot about fish. Do they have different colours in them? Or brilliant, wonderful. Yes. A penguin and a panda. It's quite specific. I like that. I like penguins too. Any type of penguin? There's different types, isn't there? No, just penguin. All penguins. Wonderful. Brilliant. Yes? Life. All of life. It's quite a good thing to like. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yes. Trees. Oh, I do like trees as well. Do you like trees you can climb in or just beautiful trees you can look at? Yeah, yeah, I, I thought so. I like climbing trees as well. Yes. Sunsets and sunrises. Oh, Yes. They are quite good. Do you know that bit in the, in the little DVD where the sun 
goes over the world and I think that's made up but it's not it actually happens it's amazing isn't it that these things happen yes pens and paper brilliant you like drawing and coloring and excellent wonderful I do too any yes bees and beetles all the bees bees and beetles wonderful that's great we all like different things anyone like like dogs and cats yeah anyone like certain place in the world yeah Gringerwald in Switzerland oh yes got all the mountains around it we do like mountains that's why we live in Cambridge and yes Clip and climb. Oh, you went there yesterday. Yeah, that was very good. You like climbing. That's why we live in Cambridge. Pat, did you have something? Oh, Cornwall is beautiful. Anyone going to Cornwall? Paul, are you going to, you going to Cornwall? You're going to Cornwall. Oh, excellent. Yes. You like France. Oh, are you going to France? We, we too. Brilliant. Might all see each other. That'd be great, wouldn't it? All right, aim up. These things are all part of creation and they're wonderful. And the thing that we looked at last week was that actually God said all these things were good. It's not that God created them and went, oh, it's a little bit disappointing. I'm not too happy with that. That's a bit below par. God said, and it was good. And human beings were very good when God created us and when God created the world. It was all good. There's a song in that. It was a memory verse that we learned at a holiday club. Anyone want to help me? Yeah? It's called, It Was Good. It Was Very, Very Good. Do come up. I think I know the actions to this one because they weren't actually that difficult. Yeah. Thumbs up. It's always thumbs up if for good. It goes, it was good, it was very, very good. Then, yeah, four claps. It was good, it was very, very good. It was good, it was very, very good. It was good, it was very, very good. And then three claps. Yeah, you said there wasn't time for four. I tried four a number of days, and then I thought, no, forget the four, it's three. Because God looked at what he'd done, it was, and then... And then you have to, like, do a thumbs up. It was amazing, fantastic, incredible, awesome. And on the awesome, we jump. I hope everyone can do that. If not, just do a bit of a awesome. Did you not jump in the awesome? Did you do that? Because I was doing it. Good. Notice the group behind, Johnny Five. Not doing it at all. And then... At the end, we do, it's found in Genesis. And John said we had to act like Elvis Presley, but, you know, whatever you want. Chapter 1, verse 31. And then we have to do a little bit of a guitar thing. Which one was younger? You used to find quite embarrassing, but now I do quite like it. Okay, so let's all stand, if we could, and enjoy this verse. It was good. It was very, very Good. Oh, but actually, you know, we also sing a lot of other songs. 
that talk about the greatness and the wonder of God's creation. And we're going to sing one now which some of you may be a little bit more familiar with. So sorry to make you sit down, but let's stand again and worship God as we thank him for his creation. The words are there. We also looked a little bit about how we are people who are called to look after creation. And um, that includes me, unfortunately, because I'm really not very good at looking after creation. I, I do try, um, and there's a number of things on the windowsill in my office. This is one of them. What was this, Simon? A cherry tree. This is a cherry tree. You see how I've carefully looked after it and cared for it and how it's blossoming and growing, fulfilling its purpose in creation. Does it look dead? Okay. There's my cherry tree. Thanks for the encouragement. Okay, then um, I also, I tried to grow something. I don't... I don't even really know what was in there. An orchid. They're hard. Oh, they're quite hard, Emma says. So, so that's fine. Flourishing. There might be a green shoot somewhere. Marks out of ten? Zero. Nine. Ten. Thanks. That's a bit more encouraging. Okay. And um, then there's this. It's this. What's this? Can't remember. We can't remember what this was. Amaryllis? Amaryllis, are they hard? Yes. You see? I choose the hardest things. And that looks good, doesn't it? Is it? Is it? You can see green shoots. A hundred out of a hundred for that one. So, if you go on holiday and you want me to look after your plants, don't charge much. Ten pounds for the whole holiday. They'll be safe. I'm not very good at looking after the um, little bit of creation in my office. And I often find that my plants are in more like survival mode. I need to survive this person. She's going to kill me. And so they try desperately not to drown. You see, this is the thing. If they look like they're not doing well, I water them. And I don't think that's always the way. No, Sylvia's shaking her head. That's bad. Because then I think I just drown them. And then they just die. But they try their hardest to survive. And sometimes I think in creation, although God's given us this amazing creation, sometimes we look around and I think we're just sort of trying to survive. That actually we're not enjoying creation because things can be hard and things can be tough. Things can be really difficult. And so we're just seeking to survive, a bit like my plants, and to get through it without feeling terrible. I have a few things that might help you. There's a little bit of a game that we play at youth group, which is called um, the worst case scenario survival game. And if you feel you're one of those people who's trying to survive life, this might help you. It's a bit of a quiz. I'm going to read out a scenario and there's three answers that I'll give you and you just have to choose which one is the best one to survive this. I thought I'd start with a scenario we might all find ourselves in. Okay, so here you are. You're on a boat trip going up the Amazon. (laughs) 
when the boat develops engine failure. It's not very good, is it? With a waterfall approaching, oh my goodness, you're going to have to swim to the bank, but there are a school of piranhas in the water. They're fish that, like, eat people. Don't worry, they're not in this country or in France or anyway. So, would you or should you, to survive this, should you A, remove your clothes, cover yourself in oil and jump into the water? Should you B, throw a large object into the school of piranhas to disperse the fish? Or should you C, drop some raw meat over one side of the boat and jump over the other side and swim? Okay? Of course, all these things are to hand, raw meat, oil, it's all there in the boat. Okay, so your engine's failed, you're in the Amazon, you're about to go over a waterfall, there's piranhas. What should you do? Who would? You have to vote for one, you can't be like all of them. Oh, they're having a right discussion on the front here. Who would? A, remove your clothes, cover yourself in oil. And then jump into the water. Anyone for that? Oh, yes, couple. Good, excellent, okay. Who would throw a large object into the piranhas to disperse them? No one. And who would drop some raw meat over what? Okay, and then swim. Most of you would do that. Well, I have to say that those of you who decided to drop the raw meat in, you would have survived. Because obviously piranhas are drawn to like flesh and blood, so they'd all go to that and then you could swim. Those who jumped in covered in oil, I, don't, I really don't know what happened to you. <laughs> Something terrible. Okay, right, next survival thing. Okay, this, this is helpful because if you go on holiday, you've got some ideas. Okay, this one, this could clearly happen to all of us as well. Clearly, your handbrake isn't working properly on the car. You parked at the side of a mountain road and now you find yourself with the back of the car hanging over the edge of the mountain. (laughs) Happens a lot. Should you, should you, this might help you, Annabelle, because A, slowly open the car door and climb out. Should you B, open the door quickly and jump out as fast as possible? Or should you C, try to drive back onto the road? Try to drive back onto the road. That's what they do in the movies, isn't it? Have a little thing, A, B or C. Help you survive your little mountain journeys. Anyone going to the mountains? Okay, you're all right then. Who would, A, slowly open the car door and get out slowly? A few of you, okay. Who would open the door quickly and jump out as fast as they could? Okay, a few of you. And who would try to drive, drive back on the road? I don't know what wheel drive it is. Not that got that information. Anyway, those of you who said you would slowly open the door, you would survive. No sudden movements. No, those of you quickly. Oh, uh-uh. oh well. Okay, this one happened to us the other day. For sure, serious. No, it did. You need to break down a door that is locked shut. Should you? Should you, Simon? A, kick at the area around the lock. Okay. 
B, kick at the bottom of the door. That's what I always do. Or C, charge it with your shoulder. So, let us see. What do you think? Door stuck? What do you do? Who thinks that A, you should kick at the area around the lock? Yeah, yeah, few, few. Okay. Who thinks that you should kick at the bottom of the door? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. Okay. And who thinks that you should charge it with your shoulder? A few, a few, few. Okay. How did that work out for you, Simon? Not great. Okay. So the answer is A, which is kick at the area around the lock. Yeah. Now you know. And it also says here, don't use your shoulder. It'll hurt and could result in injury, both to yourself and the door. Okay, right, next one. Okay, here we are. This is another one that could happen to any of us while we're on holiday. You've had to abandon ship and you're now approaching a desert island in your life life raft. What should you do in preparation for your landing? Okay, should you A... Move everyone towards the back of the life raft. Okay? Should you be, fill the life raft with water? Yes, yes. Or should you see, have everyone stand up ready to jump off when you get there? Okay? Okay? Think about it. What should we do? Hmm, tricky. Okay, who thinks, A, that everyone should move to the back? That sounds very sensible to me, doesn't it? Oh, you might flip, but you might just lift up ready to... Okay, a few people. Who thinks, B, you should fill it with water? One, two, three, four, five, six, a few of you. Okay. And who thinks, C, have everyone stand up just like ready, ready to jump? Couple. Okay. If you thought you should fill it with water, you were correct. Yes, yes. Your biggest worry, apparently, is capsizing. So you should stabilise the raft by... Paul is nodding like this. Yes, oh, yes. Mm, mm, I've done this before. By weighing it down with water. Who knew? One more? Yeah? Okay. Oh, okay. I'll give you a choice. You can have a runaway horse, a charging bull, or trapped in a well. Trapped in a well. Oh, the alien one. I haven't got that. Sorry. Okay. You've fallen down a disused well. Now, this could happen, especially in France. There's a lot of rule, rule. Um, You're unharmed, which is good, and there's no water, which could be good. How do you climb out? Do you A, climb up one side, hand over hand? Okay. Do you B, keep your back flat against one side, stretch out your legs to the other side and just shuffle up? Or do you C, assume a spread eagle position and climb up? Okay, so... Do you just go hand over hand? Do you do the back and feet? Or do you just... I don't know how that would work, but, you know. 
Mm. People are seriously thinking about this. Mm. Let me think. Okay, who thinks A? Climb up one side, hand over hand, using the bricks that are there. No one. One person. Little Joshua. Okay, who thinks keep your back flat against one wall and stick your legs out and then sort of shuffle up? Quite a few of you think that's... Okay, who thinks that you should spread eagle? <laughs> that sounds... Te- oh, Rachel, excellent. Okay. Oh, all right, well, let's see. If you thought that you should put your back against one wall and feet out, you were correct. Apparently you get up like that. In this position, you can put your hands behind and below you and push upwards. Really? And you can rest. It sounds so easy, doesn't it? I would have gone for the spread eagle. Bit of fun. Why not? Why not? You see, joking aside, I'm sure we won't all face this, but if we do... You know what to do now. But sometimes we do feel we are surviving in life. We feel that we're just getting through and God's given us all this amazing stuff, but we're not enjoying it. We're just sort of working through and hoping that we can get through things. Whereas actually, even in the middle of life when it's not going that well, when we look around and we see lots of things and we think, what's happening to creation? What's happening to all those people? What's happening? Why is this going on? Even in the middle of this... Jesus offers us an alternative way to live. In fact, he says this. We've got a Bible verse that should appear on the screen. Jesus says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. God didn't create the world so that we could just survive it. God created the world and then sent Jesus so that we could have life to the full. But what does that mean? Going out partying all the time, eating lots of chocolate, lying around watching telly. What does life to the full mean? Well, let me tell you a story that I'm sure a lot of you will know. It's in the Bible and it's about a little man called Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a tax collector, which meant that he used to go around taking money off people to give to the Romans. So really no one liked him, because no one really likes people who go around taking your money to give to people you don't like. But the thing about Zacchaeus was that also he was seeking to survive life. He knew that no one liked him, but he knew he had this job. And so what he was doing was he was taking more money than he should to keep it for himself so that he could make his life the best it could be. So he was seeking to survive. He was gathering money for himself so that he, he would have enough to live on and it didn't matter if he didn't have any friends and it didn't matter if he didn't have all the other things everyone else did. At least he had the money. But he wasn't really very happy even though he was surviving. And then one day Jesus came to his town and Zacchaeus was very, very, very small and so he couldn't see above the crowds who were gathering to see Jesus so he had to climb a tree and he thought, one of those lovely trees that you like climbing and he thought... The tree will be fine. No one will see me. All those people that don't like me, no one will bother about me. I'll just be able to see Jesus and see all the things he's talking about. Well, Jesus came along and he was talking to people and he looked up the tree and he saw Zacchaeus and he said the kind of thing that I would say to someone who didn't want to be seen. Zacchaeus, there you are. Come down from the tree. I need to come and have a meal with you at your house straight away. 
Well, you can imagine everyone looking at Zacchaeus, this person who was stealing from them, who was trying to survive life by gathering money for himself, and Jesus wanted to be with him. And they thought, what's the problem there? What's going on? But Jesus went to Zacchaeus' house, and we don't know what happened at Zacchaeus' house. We don't know whether they had a lovely meal and a great chat. We don't know whether they discussed things. We don't know. All we know was that when Zacchaeus had met Jesus, and after he'd met Jesus, his life changed. Instead of taking money from people, he decided to give money back to people. And instead of giving just the money that he'd taken, if he'd stolen more from people, he gave back four times the amount to those people that he'd stolen. In other words, Zacchaeus, who had been surviving life by taking things for himself and making sure he was okay, met Jesus, who offered life to the full and suddenly started giving things away to everyone else, thinking about other people before himself, living life to the full, not by gathering things around him, but by sharing it out, by helping, by loving, by caring. And he didn't mind if no one liked him still. He just knew that the way of Jesus was not to keep things for yourself to make sure you were okay, but to give things away to make sure that other people were happy and that other people could meet Jesus too. Even in the middle of a world where a lot of people are surviving, we can be different because Jesus has come that we can live life to the full, that we can give away and bring the love of God into other people's lives. Do you know, we also learnt another memory verse. Well, we learnt five, but I can't remember all of them. But we learnt another one on day four, which was about loving the Lord your God with everything, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and also loving your neighbour as yourself. Which is what Zacchaeus did when he met Jesus. Which is what living life to the full is. It's loving God with everything we've got, and loving our neighbour as ourselves. Anyone want to help me to sing this song? It's very simple, except I really, I really do get quite confused on the first bit, so... It's, it's, um, I can't remember how it starts. I think it starts with the Bible reference. Does it? Luke, Luke, Luke 10 verse 27. So you have to do like Luke 10 and then you do 27. And I'm always like, hmm. And then it says, love, love, love the Lord your God, this is a bit of Lord your God, three in one. Oh, not, not four. <laughs> not four in one, three in one. Okay, so love the Lord your God, which I can never fit in, so don't worry. What, am I doing it wrong? <laughs> it was just laughing. Oh, like that? Oh, not like that. Oh, gosh, do you know, all week, all week I've got it wrong. None of the leaders can... Forget that bit. None of the leaders can agree. So, love the Lord your God. Who, anyway, with, and then this is easy. With all your heart, with all your soul, 
with all your strength, with all your mind, and love your neighbour as yourself. Does anyone else know the love the Lord your God? Three? No, we don't know that. So let's stand together and sing this song. In a moment, we're going to sing our final song together, which isn't a memory verse or an action song. But though you could do your own. We, we just did. But first of all, we're going to pray together. And sometimes what we do in this church is we just close our eyes and we put our palms down on our knees. And when our palms are down on our knees, we think about maybe the ways that we've been living this time maybe we're going to think about the ways that we've been living when we've been trying to survive life, when we've been gathering things for ourselves and making sure that we're okay. And then we turn our palms up after a few, a few minutes and we offer these things to God and ask him to fill us afresh with his spirit so that we can live life to the full, giving away, showing love and grace to everyone. So let's just spend a couple of minutes in quiet as we place our hands on our knees and think about the way we've been living. So I hope you've enjoyed singing the memory verses and the action songs. Again, if you were here last week, and if you weren't, I hope you've enjoyed learning a bit about it. But also, I hope that this morning that you realise that God is with us and that Jesus has come to offer life in all its fullness. And wherever we go over the summer and wherever we are, that we would know the fullness of God in our lives and be able to offer it to other people. And may God bless us and keep us and walk with us. Amen. Please be seated.